Hello, everyone. Crypto traders around the world. Crypto Talk Radio, Basic Cryptonomics is back with another episode. Thankful for you joining us here today. Let's kick this off real quick. Won't take us long. We've got a couple bits and bulbs to get out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. CryptoTalkRadio.net is the site. You can check out all of our various episodes, download, listen. We appreciate if you'd spread the word. The more people that we get listening to our show and our various episodes, the more people we get on board with what we're doing. The greater we can be, the more we can serve you. We appreciate you. We appreciate any word that you can spread as well. And CryptoTalkRadio.net continues to be updated. We are adding content constantly until we are satisfied with the outcome. So keep tuned on that same channel for more and more to come in the future. And we will let you know anytime that we make any changes that are significant, at least, or anything that's new launched. Of course, our Triad membership in the upper right corner, click that, and it'll let you know about the different plans that we have available if you want to support the show. Keep us doing what we're doing. Pass up us a little bit of money. It's not a lot, but you get a lot of value for each of those tiers. Check that out at CryptoTalkRadio.net. Let's go ahead and get into our internal news for today. A lot has happened since the last time I recorded. And I know that wasn't that long ago, but a lot has happened. I want to update you on that. I also want to update you on our internal stuff, just so you're aware and in the loop. But we got a quite a bit going on. So the endeavor continues, and we had a very frustrating call today, and I was not very pleased with the outcome of that call. And I pretty much gave the my primary point of contact somewhat of a soft ultimatum, not really a threat, but it was pretty much a soft ultimatum. We got some choices we need to make, and I'm going to leave it to that person to make the, it's not that person's authority, but I need them to kind of push it. And they're new to the position, so I understand their situation of not wanting to kind of burn bridges, and I got it, but I need to have some things changed. The situation is very challenging with them, to the point I'm, every time I have to meet with certain people, I feel physically ill, it shouldn't be that way, and it's petty things, it's simply there, I have requirements I need to deliver, and they don't want to wait. Well, the problem is, if I need to do it the whole way, we're spending 200 hours on something that should take eight. That's why I'm trying to push change. So I need to figure out how we can either put the work on hold till we fix stuff, or we have to change stuff now. And that's what we're working on. So I'm not having fun with the endeavor. It pays me, that's that. But there's more to it than getting paid. You have to feel like, your effective use of time, you have to feel like you're in pretty much total control. I'm in total control, but I don't want to feel as though I have to put them in a spot. I want them to understand I have these skills and I need to get them to correct what they're doing so we can move it forward. So I don't know what's going to happen. Don't, but I pretty much gave an ultimatum. And I'm pretty serious. If I can't get some movement forward, I was told there was a call that's going to move it forward, but I need to see the action. Need to see something happen. So that's where we're at on that one. So our CTR, the brand, the big news there, of course, is that I'm now a certified cryptocurrency auditor. And that might be a little bit of a curveball to you, but truth is it was in the works because for the Triad membership, Triad Radiance tier, we'll have access to a cryptocurrency that I'm in the process of creating. And I briefly mentioned this, but the cryptocurrency auditor certification was really more a formality. There's two certifications I was going after. One of them is the cryptocurrency one. One of them is a general blockchain developer one. Together, 
allows me to strengthen my position, not only from the development of the token, but also the reviews that I do for various cryptocurrencies. I think it just makes me more well-rounded overall. So, Leicester is currently your new and the new certified cryptocurrency auditor effective today, and we will supplant our regular coverage that we do. Um, this is in the form of the smoke reports that go out to our tribe members. Those will now be enhanced with more audit type findings as well. When we deliver those to our valued members, we will do that. If you are interested in some of the additional stuff we're doing, the tribe membership is what you want. CryptoTalkRadio.net, upper right, click on tribe member. You'll see the tiers. I frankly don't think they're a lot of money. You'll help support the show, and we give a lot of value. This that I'm doing is part of that mission. I'm actually going to cover a token today. It's not an underdog, but it caught my eye, and I think it was worth covering, so there was a lot of great things about it. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on here with this guy. So the token is Life Crypto. LifeCrypto.life is the website. I encourage you to look at this one. This is more than just a cryptocurrency, although I'll be covering the cryptocurrency. There's more to it than a cryptocurrency. This is on the Ethereum chain. This cryptocurrency has a lot going for it. They wanted to redefine how we do crypto trading, getting into crypto brand new, how we do the interface, wallet addresses. They wanted to rethink the whole thing from ground level and make it easier for people to get on board, easier for people to stay in the system, and then offer staking rewards as a benefit for those that are longtime holders. They called out a number of issues that we know are issues in cryptocurrency. First, you have to understand wallet addresses. You have to understand contract addresses. You have to understand for transfers. Sometimes you mess it up. For me, I use a barcode scanner. That helps for what I'm doing. But not everybody has that. Not everybody knows how to do this. And it can be a little bit tedious to deal with wallet addresses. And if you're new to cryptocurrency, it probably goes over your head. The whole getting into cryptocurrency is not fun. The picking of a wallet. Most people will start with an exchange, choosing an exchange. After exchange, you do KYC and so on. And then if you do go with an exchange first, as I mentioned in our episode for wallets versus exchanges, you don't own those tokens if it's in an exchange. You really need to have it in a wallet. Well, the wallet's not as intuitive as the exchange, and you don't have the same number of options. Now, if you're international, you have probably Binance.com, and Binance.com gives you a lot more options. Us in the United States do not have Binance.com access. We have the garbage that is Binance.us. Predominantly, if we want to get the vast majority of tokens, we're talking Hotbit, we're talking KuCoin, and LBank for the most part. CoinTiger's kind of up and coming, but those are kind of our big three. They're trying to work to solve some of this. And what they came up with was trying to make transactions easy, hassle-free, using a username of somebody else. So the analogy to this is if you have something like Zelle or Venmo, you just know somebody's name or email address and you can send them funds, right? Same kind of concept. Instead of wallet addresses, we simply need to know some sort of user account and we would send to the account as opposed to the address. This is also very similar to what Coinbase has. In Coinbase, if you're a Coinbase user and I'm a Coinbase user and I know your email address, I can send you funds and there's no fee. And this is because it does not go to the blockchain. It goes to their own internal service because they hold the tokens on our behalf. They want to simplify the user experience. They want to make it less confusing and still give you full control of your tokens 
they have this vision of a user interface, largely mobile, that will allow you to do these trades. Now, if you are in or have been in the Satama ecosystem, it is very similar in what Cytomask was trying to do and failed miserably. They also want to have an actual physical card where you can spend using your cryptocurrency. Many of the tokens have tried to do this. None of them are really sustained except for like crypto.com has a card and Coinbase has a card and so on, Robinhood. So it's, it's there, but it's not widespread yet. They're going to support Face ID for authentication. Most wallets, some wallets, I should say, support this, but not all do. Faster transfers, probably using swap as opposed to buy, sell. NFTs visible in the wallet. The only wallet I know of that even supports those is SafePal. And even there, you can't see the art. Being able to schedule payments. So this is something I don't know of any exchange or wallet that can do this. But the thought is, perhaps I need to do a recurrent type send. Like every so often, I want to send $100 worth of crypto somewhere. Being able to schedule that up. And then, of course, the staking and good rewards on those. So they launched this, and it's on a number of, I'll say, B-tier exchanges. And then they have strategic partnerships. And they have real faces and real names on the site, what they're doing in LinkedIn accounts so you can research who these people are. So it struck me as they were trying to be serious. Now, unfortunately, it feels like they forced you to telescam. I didn't really like that, but I like what they're trying to do. And it seems like they're serious. Now, the app and all the other functional things aren't available yet. They did launch the token. It's out. It's been out. It got as high as like two cents in its jump. And it's been harmed because of the bear period. But for the most part, it's been reasonably stable. What I also liked about this Life Crypto is I called out on other projects like Parabolic. When I, I like when tokens do an actual burn, meaning they're not sending to a dead wallet, they're actually doing a burn function. Life Crypto has a burn function. This makes me happy. It only has 10 billion of supply total, but they actually do recurrent burns, and this has helped with some of the price stability. I looked at the contract. It seems like a pretty decent contract. It seems like a pretty decent team. Seems like a pretty solid outside of the crypto bubble thinking type of project that I thought was worth bringing to your attention. I challenge you to take a look at it. Lifecrypto.life. Lifecrypto.life. That's the website. I know it sounds weird, but lifecrypto.life. That's its website. Check it out. I do encourage you to do so. I didn't see anything that was negative other than, of course, it's still early phase. Um, I thought the white paper is it's not crap, but it's not the greatest. Um, but it's still early phase. They've been out for a little while, but I'm saying early phase as in since they launched, they launched in Q4, I believe it was. And obviously we know December and January was kind of right there in that bear period beginning. So they hit the spike that they expected. Uh, but then it started to dwindle and we it's still early phase because time needs to pass and we need to get Bitcoin back on track. And... We need to see what effect these burns would have on its price movement once Bitcoin's back on track. There's a lot of unknowns. That's why I say it's early in the year. I'm talking 2022 to see what's going to happen with this one. It is CERTIC audited. They got a really good audit score. So that's why I'm bringing to attention is I didn't see anything that was overtly negative. They have a couple of different things that they're working on. Other than that, I was pretty decently impressed with what I saw. They are trading on tier one exchanges. If that happens, I think it's going to be really good because it'll be one of the rare few that's able to get on a tier one exchange, even though it kind of qualifies in, it doesn't even have the product yet. And it doesn't have, it only has like 3000 holders. 
So it's a long way away, but it's early enough that I think because they built it so good that if they're able to get on tier one exchange, you're going to see some significant price movement is my theory. Don't know hundred percent. That's my new certified auditor hat coming on. Lifecrypto.life, check it out on the Ethereum chain. If you see it makes sense, then maybe something to consider for your portfolio. Um, it seems like it has a very healthy community behind it as well. So that's always good. The other point I will call out is this whole fiasco with Terra and Luna. And a lot more information is coming out about it. If you're still in Luna Classic or Luna Shiny, obviously you know that the exchange... Traffic has kind of dwindled down. We're no longer seeing anywhere near the unreasonable levels of price movement that we saw the other day. I don't know what that means other than to say, I still think it's going to go up some more. I think what's happening with some of the drops that we're seeing is that the newness is gone and they're now consolidating where people are taking profits to try to recoup what Doe Rugpull did in causing those losses. That's my theory. I have no evidence. I simply say that it's, I believe it's temporary. I believe we're going to go on more runs with it because I think it's still early post the fiasco that was their governance to really know what's going to happen with Terra Luna. I'm not giving you any advice about what to do with yours if you're in it. I'll simply say, in my opinion, I think it's just in this consolidation where I still expect that Pretty much both of these are going to go much higher than they are. And we're going to see where it's going to happen. It, it did jump back up, but I'm saying long term, I can't see a picture where they don't climb again due to simply sentiment of the investors still in the project on both sides. Luna Shiny and Luna Classic. That's my opinion on it, and I will stick to this. Anyhow, that's all I got for you here. I'm going to go and do some more updates here on the site uh, here in the near future. And then, of course, Triad updates. We got a lot published that's going to be uh, visible to our Triad members. Check us out again, CryptoTalkRadio.net, if you have not done already. If you're new as a subscriber, we welcome you. There's a lot to catch up on. I do encourage you to check our archives because we've done a lot of coverage and we're kind of full steam ahead at this point. And Leister Live on the YouTube channel. I do recommend you check that out for other coverage that's not on the podcast. The podcast is a little less... A little, little more low-key. It's not as fast-paced as the Leicester Live is because Leicester Live is more of real-time type coverage. Regardless, I think both are good shows in my personal opinion. And I will talk to you guys now. We are at the end of the week. Oh, before I forget, we are recording. We are tentatively recording our new uh, token. There's a token project. We covered on Leicester Live on YouTube, and they have reached out, and they want the smoke. At least they said they did. And we got a confirmation on the schedule. We sent them the studio link, so we're assuming it's a go. That recording will happen this weekend to air on the podcast on Tuesday. Our triad members will get to watch that live if they're awake and they're available. Some of them, of course, are different time zones. Um, But it's scheduled to be 9 a.m. Pacific on Sunday, the 12th. So if you're in the triad, triad radiance, triad titanium, and you are up at 9 a.m. Pacific on Sunday, you have the ticket if you've given us the confirmation for the uh, updated studio link for your live, your reserve seat. If you've confirmed what we need you to confirm, you're good to go. If you can make it, all you have to do is join and you'll be able to watch as we talk to the token. 
And the token there is hold token or hodl token. We did coverage on them. It's in the archives. I recommend you check that out to kind of get up to speed on what we covered back then. And then on Leicester Live recently, we covered it again. We did a refresh, had pretty much the same takeaways. They've made some changes. And the CEO is ultimately who we're talking to and his opinion uh, is valuable. We want to hear what he has to say. So I recommend strongly that you refresh on where we were on the podcast. Just search in the old archives for HODL token, H-O-D-L token, and our experience back then. And then go to our YouTube channel, find the HODL token episode that we refreshed on. And that'll give you the summary of what we did, what happened before, what we did, what we covered, and what we saw here recently. Then you'll be good to go for a Sunday. We're looking forward to it. It's been a while since we had a token guest on the show because many of them just don't want the smoke. So if he goes forward with it, I have nothing but respect for that. I will check in with you guys on Tuesday. Thank you for listening and take care. We are in for some exciting stuff here in the rest of 2022.